Welcome to The Vinyl Preacher, your weekly podcast where we talk about the Bible and make a playlist. I'm Matt Cadle, pastor at St. Mark's Lutheran Church and Campus Ministry in South Central Los Angeles, California. And I'm Zach Paris. I formerly was the pastor of Lutheran Campus Ministry at the University of Colorado Boulder. These days, I'm kind of a freelance human uh, <laughs> making their way in the world today, uh, which takes a lot, I hear. Amen. I was really curious how you're going to introduce yourself. I am always really curious these days <laughs> how I'm going to introduce myself. Our roles are always evolving, uh, mm. and Zach's in particular these days. Uh, but just like the podcast uh, has been evolving over these last seven years, we started seven. in 2016. And uh, we started this podcast um, for a number of reasons, uh, partly to talk to one another every week, which we'll talk about more later, um, but also to talk about... Um, breaking down some of the silos between art and spirituality. So two examples um, of the kind of silos that we build that we wanted to try to break down um, in this podcast and have some fun with it. Um, so one is um, an artist that has been particularly influential on my spiritual life is U2. I know that is true for lots of progressive Christians, uh, so I won't spend a lot of time on it. But I will say that when I was 16 years old, they had a huge impact on my spiritual development um, to hear the words, I believe, but I believe, but yes, I'm still running just blew open the doors of my theology. Later, I would discover that theologians had been writing about that for thousands of years. Uh, St. Augustine, a North African saint, uh, wrote, uh, our hearts are restless till they rest in you, right? It's not a new idea, but you two introduced it to me. And sometimes that's how we get, um, that's how our spiritualities are shaped sometimes. Another example more recently of um, the kind of siloing that we do, um, I was asked to uh, write a submission for a church publication that will remain unnamed, uh, drawing some connections between the Bible and pop culture. Oh, that's my wheelhouse. I'm so excited. Um, and so I wrote uh, a short piece uh, comparing Kendrick Lamar's All Right to Mary's Magnificat in Luke 2, right? Pretty clear connections. Um, a story of a community going through it and yet saying, but we're going to be all right. This is what Mary, uh, Mary's song is about as well. Uh, and that submission was rejected because there were swear words in the song, right? So we're not going to hear that. And I know once I got over my initial rage, uh, <laughs> I <laughs> wrote something else and then continued to I would to like to interject here, Matt, to say that on the podcast, we don't believe in the Enneagram, uh, which we, because th it's not real, which we think makes us Enneagram fours, which, um, because the number could never describe the multitudes that are contained within us. And one of the things that we both like to do or respond to situations with, with not just rage, but the, the absolute belief that a giant dramatic action or email mm -hmm. is the best, re yeah. best response. Yeah, I composed an angry email and then realized it was not going to be effective. Um, but... But it felt good. <laughs> the problem, though, uh, it, in, in all seriousness, I think the problem with that situation is that when we write off whole sections of music, whole sections of artistry, we end up writing off whole communities and their perspectives when we do that kind of thing. And that, that is really the problem, is that then we're not going to hear those communities. Um, so we want to try to break down some of those silos uh, as best we could. And, yeah. So, Matt... Um didn't think I was going to do this, but I'm going to do it. Uh, I have a mysterious day job these days. Uh, and my mysterious day job is that I am uh, 
professionally a, a transportation engineer is what I'm doing. Uh, and it's been really fun. I've been doing it for about a month now. Uh, and the thing that I find really fun about it uh, is I'm, I'm basically like map making is what I'm doing. Sometimes in really specific, like, you know, fine, fine detail sorts of ways. Uh, I can romanticize it a bit to say it's a, a map of the future is what I'm creating, right? Because people are going to build these roads. Um, and, and that's, for me, some, like, uh, genesis of the podcast stuff, right? So Matt and I met uh, in, in seminary. And uh, seminary years were a time of uh, a lot of travel and trips and stuff. And one of the things that Matt uh, really enjoys doing is making playlists, which we do now. But, but back then, Spotify had not yet come into the world. Uh, and so Matt made uh, burn CDs. He's a burn, like, formerly he would have been a mixtape guy who was like, I made this mixtape for you. And so what Matt would do that we loved, that I loved, uh, is Matt would always give me or mail me uh, burn CDs with geographically appropriate playlists, right? So Matt was in Seattle for a year, and uh, I was getting, coming out to like spend some time out there. And so before I came, Matt mailed me a Seattle CD, right, to get me hype for for this experience. That was a good one too. That was a really. Good, I mean, they're. I mean, I mean that's Seattle. But, you're you good know. at it. Um, <laughs> but also, right when we were getting ready to come to Mexico, you sent the Mexico uh, CD when you were living in Mexico, and it's that's a. I still call you Trace pretty hard. Uh, that is legit. Um, so, so there's this like way that that Matt. I'm interested in maps. I've always been interested in maps. The playlist is mapping a geography there, right? There are lots of different ways to map geography beyond uh, political topographic, right? You can map a city, a place, a physical location with a playlist, and that's what Matt was so good at. Uh, I find that really helpful in the genesis of the podcast is using this playlist to make a map of uh, a combination of our lives, but also the text themselves mm -hmm. can be mapped through playlist. And so that's a part of what we're doing, which is a breaking down. If we want to talk about farming and silos, breaking down the silos of what, when we break that down, when we map stuff in unconventional ways, it helps us see things that are already there. We don't mm -hmm. create it, right? But we, we've been blind to, so. Yeah. Amen. There you I go. I never heard you describe it that way before. Th this is all brand new content. <laughs> all <laughs> brand new content. I've been waiting. You've been waiting. You've been waiting. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, so let's look at the cartography of some texts. So we're going to talk about the, one of the things we do on the podcast is that we talk about the upcoming uh, lectionary texts uh, for the upcoming Sunday. And one of the reasons we decided to do it that way uh, was because uh, we're both pastors uh, and we had to preach anyway. So we knew we were going to have to talk about these texts anyway. So uh, let's make it fun. And we knew there are a lot of other people out there that also have to preach on these texts. So maybe there would be a built-in audience uh, for that particular hook, right? Of, of tens of people. <laughs> tens of people. <laughs> tens of people who have to preach and have a, a narrow uh, affinity for pop music. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. So um, we're going to look at the text for July 23rd, uh, since we assume uh, many of you all may not be preaching tomorrow, but maybe next Sunday. Uh, that might be a possibility. Um, so we're going to look at the text for July 23rd, and we're just going to look at two. We're going to look at Isaiah, and we're going to look at Matthew. So um, I'll read Isaiah. Please. All right. This is Isaiah 44, 6 to 8. A reading from Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first, and I am the last. Besides me, there is no God. 
who is like me. Let them proclaim it. Let them declare and set it before me. Who has announced from of old the things to come? Let them tell us what is yet to be. Do not fear or be afraid. Have I not told you from of old and declared it? You are my witnesses. Is there any God besides me? There is no other rock. I know not one. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Matt, we, uh, on the podcast, are typically not, uh, we do not uh, hold the text very lightly. Mm. Uh, We usually think they're pretty, uh, sturdy and can handle us playing with them and doing things with them. And so part of what that means is we get to critique them and, and lift up their shortcomings. Mm. Uh, and this text has an obvious shortcoming. Oh, you know, it ends with, I know, uh, is there any other God? Is there any God besides me? There's no other rock. I know not one. Clearly the text is not infallible because Dwayne, the rock Johnson <laughs> exists and we all know him. So, um, indeed, you yeah. know, and even did that song, them. even did that song, you're welcome, which sounds a lot like, yeah, this, this is your welcome. Yeah. Yeah. I Just think directly inspired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. One of our goals in life, Matt, is to be hired to, uh, write and produce an HBO series on the Bible that like gets into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and for sure, uh, you're welcome is playing as the people return from, from, uh, from exile here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Is that what's happening here? The people are returning. The from people exile? are returning. You know, again, there's no such thing as Isaiah, and we make up this Isaiah one two, like first Isaiah, second Isaiah, and third Isaiah. Uh, but this has all the trademarks of a third Isaiah kind of thing, which is right. So, firstish Isaiah uh, is writing from the perspective of, oh no, things are about to be real bad, because uh, you could see it happening. Uh, second Isaiah is from the perspective of things are real bad, uh, and third Isaiah is like things got better. Uh, so anything kind of happy and optimistic is typically they've returned from exile. Praise be uh, to Cyrus the Great, uh, ruler of Persia, who came and conquered the Babylonians and sent the people back. Because Cyrus, underrated hero of the Bible, doesn't doesn't get the acclaim that uh, your Moseses and your Davids are. Probably because he wasn't as, as, as good looking as David was. <laughs> There's nothing in the Bible about how beautiful Cyrus was. <laughs> What is Zach's favorite bits? It's really I do. <laughs> I do. I do love the parts of the Bible that dwell on David's beauty. Though it is inconsequential to the substance of, it goes really, you know, it's really clear. Like, this is not why God chose David, mm-hmm. but we can't let this go. We got to talk mm-hmm. about how pretty he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very human, right? It is. It is yeah, very, yeah. it is very human. I love to just let Zach run with, uh, especially the, the Old Testament prophets here because Zach did his homework in seminary. And so he always brings that content for us. I appreciate it. 15 years ago, I did, <laughs> I was well-versed in the uh, 8th century BCE, the socio, socio and political elements of that. I've not done any research since then. Uh, so now I'm fully dependent on trusting my memory of what happened 15 <laughs> years ago. Uh, but Cyrus the Great, Cy- hold on one second. I got to push my glasses up. Uh, Cyrus the Great actually is not 8th century BCE because they don't go back until the 500s. So he's 6th century. But, you know, uh, the Assyrians is really worth that. Sargon, Sennacherib, are my friends. Amen. So <laughs> thank you for all that. Um, one of the things that I really love about this text, too, um, sometimes we talk about us questioning God, and this is God questioning us. I love these throwing the questions out there. I mean, it just feels like, 
Oh, slings and arrows. There's just, uh, there's some wonderful imagery and energy coming from this text. And I, I just, I appreciate that part of it uh, as well. Should we move to Matthew? Let us. I'll read it. How about that? Go for it. Excellent. Jesus, this is from Matthew, the gospel of. Jesus put before the crowd, which I like. And if I'd really done my homework, I would I'd tell you what it means that Jesus put before the crowd. I like that idea. I like how it sounds. He just threw this out there. Mm-hmm. He's just workshopping this, right? Like he's <laughs> like, I'm just going to throw it out. This isn't like, I'm still working on it. This is the whole thing. We've got a gospel of John coming up later. I think we're going to really tighten it up. <laughs> editors of John, editors of John did not get that email. They did not tighten up anything they were like worst editor ever what if you kept going on this like they were like there's some horses still alive that need to be beaten um anyway uh so jesus put before the crowd another parable the kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field but while everybody was asleep an enemy came those agricultural enemies came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? And he answered, an enemy has done this, which is what I usually tell the people in my household when things go wrong. Did you not do the dishes? An enemy has done this. (laughs) I do want to be clear that I do not consider other members of my household servants. Um, or do us. Then, do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, no, for in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, who you should not fear, collect the weeds first and bind them into bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. And then he left the crowds and went into the house and his disciples approached him saying, explain to us, gosh, I love this, explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. The editor, they can't help themselves. Like, here's a parable. It can't be explained. But then they're like, what if we added a story where Jesus explains what this means? Um, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. And he answered, the one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one. And the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels, just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire. So will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sins and all, sin and all evildoers, and they will throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, and then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Let anyone with ears Listen, Matt, that's the good news of Jesus. It's inspiring. It's, I feel good. We've been here at the Wild Goose, full of inspiration. And I, again, I am at another mountain. I didn't know there were so many mountaintops that I could be taken to, but this text has transported me to another moment of inspiration. Yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. Uh, my initial, I got a couple initial reactions, right? Like, so my initial reaction is to, sort of chafe at this we talked at the beginning hold on a second (laughs) come on come on can we cut the mic now (laughs) i just okay uh (laughs) did you mean chaff sure okay we talked at the beginning about some of the siloing, right, and divisions that we do in different ways with art and spirituality, different things. And this text is exactly that, right? Trying to divide people up into here are the enemies and here are the good people. Here's the good seed. Here's the bad seed. And it's 
ugh, I don't, and then it ends in fire and brimstone, and I'm just, ugh, I don't know, I don't know. Um, it seems like we've got this sort of good, bad binary again, and that just, I don't know, I react strongly against it uh, at first. Then my second reaction is, but there is genuine evil in the world, right? Mm-hmm. There are genuine things that need to be, that need to be taken out of the world, uh, that need to be burned away. Um, and so I guess the, the direction that my instinct wants to take me is that kind of John the Baptist thing with the wheat and the chaff, where it isn't so much um, burning a person, but maybe burning the chaff away from um, the, the things that need to be taken away from us uh, are taken away. Um, but it's not so much dividing up good people, bad people, um, but the good and bad within each of us and how that might be purged, cleaned, cleansed. What do you got? So I'm pretty convinced that most things are about me, right? Um, that's, that's my list to look out on the world, Matt. Uh, and so, so reading, hearing this text, uh, concerned about myself first, I like, you know, I want to feel sure that like, how do I make sure I'm not the weeds, mm. right? And how do I make sure I'm the wheat? Cause I want to mm. make sure I'm on the good list and not the bad list. Yeah. Right. Um, and I don't know if that's super helpful. Uh, I experienced that in a similar way, right? Where I seek some like purity with my like life. Mm. Uh, so into purity right now. Um, but then I'm making all the right choices, right? Mm. Or doing all the right things. Um, we've recently relocated to a new city uh, who has different uh, <laughs> waste services. Okay. Uh, Tell we- us about the waste services. Oh, guys, you guys ready? Let's talk about some <laughs> environmental engineering. Um, I, I came from a community where we had municipal uh, trash service, municipal recycling, and compost, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yep. It's the so West. We have it, too. It's the West. Yeah, yeah you got it. Um, and I was well-trained in what can go, because they made a big deal about it, about what is recyclable. Not, because we don't want aspirational recycling, Matt, because mm-hmm. that doesn't help recycling happen. It's bad, okay? So stop doing it. Um, and so I want to make sure I'm recycling the right things. But we moved to this new place, and there's no compost. And we have a recycling thing that kind of happens, but I'm not sure what goes in there. And so I experience the existential stress and crises over what do I do with this empty milk carton. Mm. Full disclosure, I don't believe in milk. But it's an almond milk. And I know there are environmental problems with that. And, <laughs> but, but milk's real. Like, cows are bad. Like, I'm pretty convinced about cows. I'm anti-cows and corn. <laughs> Right? Like, they're a real nut. And I understand water issues in the West, but also I like almond milk. It tastes good. It's relatively cheap. It looks like milk, which is oat milk is weird because it looks like water. So waste management. Waste, yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So here's the thing, right? Like, I want to make sure that I'm doing the things I'm supposed to do, and I feel the weight Mm. of my moral failings when I throw away something that can be composted or recycled. Right? I need to figure it out, right? Mm. And this is just one small part of life. Right? I do drive an electric car. <laughs> Thank you. But it's not what you think. It's not a Tesla. Okay, it's a Chevy Volt. Uh, so it's plug-in hybrid, right? I'm trying to do all... I want to make sure I do all the right things, Matt. Mm-hmm. And I want to do it perfectly, right? There yeah. are children here among us mm-hmm. uh, who, you know, I want to make sure I'm doing all the right choices to do all the right things for the kids, right? And I've got to figure it out. And it's all on me to figure it all out. And it's a lot, Matt, okay? It's a lot, all right? And what this text says, uh, hopefully what I can hear from it, right, is... Chill out. Right? Chill we out? Don't That's what you get from this text? Yeah. Chill so out? <laughs> what? You know, this is a podcast all about how unquenchable fire is a message of relaxation. 
Hot yoga is how you should think okay, about it. Okay, hot yoga. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is your sermon title this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You wonder, I, I did hot yoga one time on accident, and it was awful. <laughs> um, I didn't, I was on, and I couldn't leave because I was mm-hmm. stuck. Anyway, I'm very sweaty. Um, but, right, it's this, it's the, how I'd frame this as good news is you don't have to worry right now about exactly what's weed, what's weed and wheat, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do the farming, do the pig picture stuff. We don't got to pick all that out right now. That's not your work for right now, mm-hmm. right? That's not the most helpful thing. And if that can be destructive, right, if we get, if it's all about me making the right ethical choices, right? So, right, yeah. There's some freedom good news there, I think. There's some relaxation <laughs> before you get to the uncoachable fire piece, right? There is. There's some good news you can Fire good, also bad. Yeah, fire good, also bad. It's a poster Zach has hanging in his office. It's great. Well, this often happens to us. We uh, approach a text and we go, ugh, really? And then we find something. We pull something out of it uh, that feels like good news and it starts to take us somewhere. Um, so that feels pretty typical to an episode. It feels true. True to life, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, uh, what are we listening to as we prepare to preach on these texts? Matt, I'm here to talk about the hottest new band that is... Terry, literally tearing up, the, well, not literally tearing up, they would, okay, I'm going to think about it and restate, I think they're both literally and metaphorically tearing up the charts, uh, because uh, there's a new television show, mm-hmm. newish at this point, came out on Disney+, Plus. everybody needs to be watching it, it's called uh, Muppets Mayhem, we're all familiar, many of us are familiar, I don't want to say everybody, many of us are familiar with uh, the Muppets universe, the MCU, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's so what it is. Yeah, Muppets Cinematic Universe. Yep, we're mm-hmm. all familiar with it. It's got lots of characters. They've gone lots of directions, and finally, they have created some content, some IP that focuses on the most important characters, because they've never been at the center of the stage. Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Woo. The Muppets. Yeah, <laughs> the Muppets Band finally gets their own show, and it's 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 fantastic. It's it's so good. You gotta watch it. Uh, it really is. It, it really is. is. The cameos do not stop. It's oh, so good. And what makes it even better is they've created music for the show, uh, and it's been released. I own it on vinyl, the soundtrack. <laughs> did you really? Did you yeah. order it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't order it. <laughs> oh. I didn't order it, you did we, child? No, we <laughs> went to the record store and bought it because we need to make the right ethical choices. We went to a local <laughs> business. <laughs> And bought it in person, paid full price. I think we probably tipped because it was on like a square thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> right. 25% probably. Yeah. Because that's, again. Ethical. That's the worst part of this tipping culture <laughs> stuff, right? Which, you know, tipping is terrible, right? But it's the system. It's where we live, right? Uh, so, Dr. Teeth. Doctor, why are you trying to? <laughs> the point of this podcast is never to stay on topic, Matt. Um I want to make sure I'm doing the right thing with sure. the tipping, yeah. right? Good point. And like, there were standards you tip it like on a drink, bags and stuff, right? But mm-hmm. we're tipping on things we never tipped on before, so I don't know. I don't know what the appropriate tip rate is on a record, right? Anyway, <laughs> uh, my seven-year-old child and I mm-hmm. bought the vinyl from Paradise Records in Boulder, Colorado. Well done. Uh, which is excellent, and it's really cool. It's a tie-dyed. Uh, color like on the vine on the lp Mm -hmm. which is fantastic yeah and i'm gonna give you uh the not title track the first song on the album it's called rock on it is the intro to the to each episode uh it's a muppet song it's real good and i get those vibes 
as I hear Isaiah triumphantly rolling back mm. into the land uh, that they're ready to rock that it is. Uh, and it's the Dwayne the Rock Johnson connection here. Uh, I think it works. Yeah, rock on. I think it works. Rock on. Then, Matt, um, <laughs> I'm going to put Thistle and Weeds on uh, from Mumford & Sons, who uh, are, we learned last night, um, the real, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Inheritors of the U2 legacy. Don't do it. Uh, Don't go as there. As U2 is slowing nope. down and dropping the nope. ball, Mumford & Sons is picking it up <laughs> and running to their own residency in Las Vegas. Uh there aren't a whole lot of songs on Spotify with Thistle in the title. This is mm. one of them. So <laughs> did, you, did you search for Thistle? Thistle and Weeds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did. Or maybe it was Weeds. I got there through Weeds. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and last, I am intrigued with the enemy here. And I think there's... <laughs> uh, let's just go with the agrarian metaphor. Hey, to be made. Uh, exploring this enemy character, uh, which is really interesting. And it's probably the accuser as well in the middle of all this. And there's a, probably a, a pretty neat... Girardian uh, reading Ooh. of this, right? Because it does bring in this third person who gets scapegoated mm. for this act, and uh, unpacking that would be pretty interesting. Yeah, I think that's part of the podcast bingo. Is if you say Girardian on the podcast, which it just true. happens. So it is. Yeah. yeah, somebody's about to yell, <laughs> bingo, bingo. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to do enemy. Imagine dragons. Which kind mm-hmm. of is the enemy real? Is it not real? Ooh. Was it a dragon? Was it an imaginary dragon? Oh. Yeah. There you go. Good. I like it. You like it. What <laughs> What are you listening what to? What am I listening to? Well, I see that line in Isaiah, uh, you are my witnesses. So one of my favorite witness songs is a song called Witness. Uh, it's by Benjamin Booker featuring Mavis Staples. Um, like Benjamin Booker, but also anytime you put Mavis Staples on a song, it just elevates it immediately. Uh, first time that Chris and I saw her was in Chicago at Millennium Park, and I think the ground shook uh, with the power of her voice. She is fantastic. So witness Benjamin Booker. Benjamin featuring. Booker is one of those artists who started his career as a very old artist mm. and is getting younger, I think, right? <laughs> That's Benjamin Button. Oh, different. Different Benjamin. Different. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, yeah, I needed like a fields. I needed some kind of like, okay, what what's what's out there? What's in the fields? And uh, you know, thinking about the relaxation, just chilling. I think Sting's Sting, Sting, Fields of Gold really oh. matches the vibe of this Jesus. Mm. You know, just that's the vibe I get. Just you know, as Jesus is speaking those calming, relaxing words. <laughs> as we lie in fields, the fields of, gold. of gold, because they are yeah. ablaze with the wrath of God. <laughs> That's actually what that song is about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sting's very uh, wrath of Godish. Un- little known fact. Little known fact. The tantric wrath of God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sting's a podcast guy. Is he a podcast guy? Well, he we was. We get him on. He was. <laughs> 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 yeah, I sent him a note. Um, I think he's away right now. He was in the uh, murders, only murders in the building. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. He had the penthouse. And everybody thought Sting had done it for all. I'll be mean, spoilers. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. If you haven't caught up on. Yeah. Only murders in the building. Well, my last song uh, is uh, a song about fire. I always love songs about fire. I know sometimes it's apocalyptic, but fire good, also bad. Mm-hmm. Bad, also good. Fire is really important. Uh, so a song called The Fire uh, by The Roots. Featuring John Legend, uh, I believe from the How I Got Over album. And I just, I, it's got such a, oh, 
it's a song that talks about the fire inside you. Uh, and so I just, I wonder how that can relate to the fire that's happening in this text, the way that fire can cleanse, um, but maybe also serve as an engine uh, to move us forward uh, into a better world. So that's what I got. I like it. So that's our playlist for these texts. One of the things about a playlist that I love is that uh, you can bring different songs together. You can mix it up, bring in different genres, different artists, pull them together. It's like creating community, which honestly, one of the things we've talked about over the years is as much as we might have high concepts uh, about this podcast, big ideas about the podcast, the most valuable thing for us, uh, I think has been that we get to talk to each other every week and it gives us an excuse to do that. And, uh, and uh, a kind of accountability to keep doing that yeah. <laughs> every week. Um, so it helps to strengthen that mutual relationship. And so um, it builds community for us. And we hope that in this moment, it might build community with all of us gathered here right now on this. Uh, for our July listeners, uh, this podcasting typically is an audio medium. It is. Uh, so I will describe for you what the, the visual is here. Uh, it's a little bit like the feeding of the 5,000. There are just multitudes of people as far as you can see yeah um yep uh it's uh it's uh it's i think 62 degrees relative humidity and the in the teens mm -hmm. somewhere yeah uh, it's been a really nice dry heat yeah um, dry heat. yeah it's people dry are heat. comfortable they are not sweaty they are well rested um it's yeah it's a real vibe it is it's a real vibe it's a real vibe. And we're going to elevate that vibe by inviting you all to participate. So um, are there some songs that you might want to add to our collective playlist? So I'm going to invite you to share either a song that has been uh, influential on your spiritual formation, uh, like we had at the beginning of the podcast, or uh, maybe a song that came up for you as you were listening to these texts being read and discussed. Um, so what songs might you want to put on our playlist today? Tahina. Hello. Hello. Welcome to The Vinyl Preacher. Thank you. It's good to be here. Welcome back yes. to The Vinyl Preacher. Yes. I was a guest previously. Where we previously got to talk on? Yes, previously on when we got to talk about the Sweatshop Boys, which was rather great. But it is nor the Sweatshop Boys, nor Genesis, nor Phil Collins. Bruce Springsteen's I'm on Fire. <sighs> Fantastic song. Mic drop. I'm out. Boom. Oh. Bruce Springsteen, I'm on fire. Springsteen, one of my favorite artists. Love, love, love. Yeah, um, that's what also, we need on this podcast. More Bruce. More Bruce. <laughs> also, the video for that song is uh, incredible. It's just, it's so good. Welcome. Context or no? Yeah. Okay, so. Okay, so for. Could you, what's, what's your oh, name? I'm Helena. I'm Hi, the Helena. Amber Sand of Reason from the Jew oh, and the Gentile. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I. I started off thinking about like the songs that influenced me spiritually. I didn't grow up Christian. My spiritual influences in my formative years were toxically positive hippies. So like, I was thinking of songs that kind of helped me get out of that. And then as you were talking about your struggle with your recycling mm -hmm. and how do you know you're a good person and oh. how do you pull out those parts of you that are bad, what came to me was Tools 46 and 2. Mm. Tool is the band. Yep, 46, 46 and 2. And 2. Is that is an ampersand 2? It, it is an ampersand 2. All two. right. Nice. I didn't even think about that. 
That's true. <laughs> Tell us about that. Why do you love that song? Why does that song? I think um, it's a lot about your shadow work, mm. right? It's a lot about how do you address the parts of yourself that are ugly, that you don't want to look at. How mm. th- There's a line literally about turning yourself inside out to take the things that are inside of you, expose them to the light and heal from them. Um, it's a, a it's a song about spiritual evolution. Amen. Yeah. And when I actually read that text, that's what I think about. Right. Because all of us have thorns like thistles and grain within us. Mm-hmm. You can't actually separate them. All you can do is work t- within yourself to like tease them apart um, as well as you can, knowing that they're never going to be fully gone. Yeah. 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 Amen. So. Yeah, do you know that song? I don't, but I'm oh. going to add it to the playlist. Yeah, and I look uh, forward to listening to it. All of Anima yeah. is amazing. Yeah. But that song in particular is like, it It really, like I said, it kind of, I listened to it and I went, holy shit, I don't have to be like toxically, pot- like yeah. things are hard. It's yeah. cool. That's fine. Yeah. Like, how am I going to deal with that? Yeah. So, yep. yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. There is a character in Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem that uh, fully embodies the toxic positivity. <laughs> The for sure, the she starts her own cult called the for sure, for sure, for surelyans. I know what I'm watching for when I get sure. home from the ghost. For mm. sure, for yeah. sure. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm also with the ampersand of reason. I'm the Jew from a Jew and a Gentile walking to a bar mitzvah. First of all, when I was in college, I had Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem poster. Sick. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you still have it? Yeah. So my. Can I have it? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's long gone, <laughs> long gone. Uh, so what came to mind a bit from the text, but also from the discussion. So um, the most influential band in, in American rock and roll history is The Band. Interesting. Not my favorite song, but the song everybody knows by The Band, mm-hmm. The Wait. Mm-hmm. But the version from The Last Waltz with The Staples. Hmm including an incredible course by Mavis Staples. Yeah, yeah. Uh, verse, rather. She brings that, and that song just goes whoosh when she does it. Yeah. But the reason I thought about it was Robbie Robertson's been asked many times over his career the meaning of that song. And his answer has changed over time. Mm-hmm. But, Zach, with your struggles over recycling and being Mm -hmm. a better person and making right choices. He once said in an interview that that song is about the impossibility of sainthood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The impossibility of sainthood. Yeah. So chill. Yeah. Relax. Take the weight off. Fun fact. I was in an abandoned seminary Mm -hmm. and we played one show at Jimmy's Woodlawn Tap. Uh, and my, my vocal contribution was I had a verse of the weight. Which, which one? Because I, I, I did. Because I've, I've done that with friends and they do a pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, see, now I'm blanking. Rick Danko on his verse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not necessarily in tune, but, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Shout out to Team Music, was the band. Sarah Tron Garrett. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. Hey man, thank you. Thank you for that. We'll add that uh, you can get the podcast, which is an audio uh, media that you can listen to. Uh, however, we can't always hear the music on the podcast due to American copyright law, which is so oppressive. Um, we don't need to pay artists. Uh, just kidding. 
kind of, I guess. Anyway, what I'm trying to get around to is you can listen to the playlist every week on Spotify. Uh, you can click through the links and find us on Spotify and actually listen to the music. Yeah, and you can find that by looking by searching for The Vinyl Preacher on Spotify. and uh, Or yeah, clicking on the link in the episode description. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, so you can find there like description, there. like word descriptions for oh. every episode. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Any other songs? Anyone else want to throw a song on here? So the one that I thought of was um, by, I don't, I don't think I'm going to say their name right, but it's Hudost, H-U-D-O-S-T, and it's called um, Burning Church, and they played mm. at Wild Goose several years ago, hmm. and this song is about like the burning away like the toxic parts of church um from the musician's um experience um so kind of a the thought of a purifying fire which is so very goose you Mm. know overcoming church trauma um finding a more grace-filled uh faith community that kind of thing so that's what I thought of. Thank you. That sounds really good. And did you first hear that here at this I did. gathering? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. I think in 2019, but I don't really remember. So, because I'm really well rested. Yeah. And not hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hydrated, well fed. Absolutely. Nourished. Absolutely. Yes. Amen. Well, thank you, Krista. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We'll add that to the post as well. Other folks, other songs? Well, good. Well, we've added some. We've created a collective playlist. Um, maybe we'll make that editable. Folks can keep adding and mm, submitting songs. That's yeah. a possibility, I think. Maybe. If we have enough faith in the internet, it'll, <laughs> it always comes through for you. <laughs> Indeed. We got anything else? You Q- any questions? Any questions? Comments? Ooh, comments? Q&A? Q&A? Any questions? Thoughts, feelings, emotions? Thoughts, feelings, emotions. T F E. Ampersand. Yeah. Well, not sensing any. <laughs> we'll move this sort of close by saying, yeah, you can find us on the socials. I believe we're on uh, we're on iTunes podcasts. We're on yeah. Spotify. Uh, we're on Facebook. Anywhere you buy podcasts. Anywhere you buy podcasts, mm-hmm. including your local vinyl record store. Are they including, yeah. On vinyl? We're in most. Uh, small independent record shops if you go in what we do is we issue every episode as a vinyl um, it's that's why we have the Patreon because it is incredibly expensive and we lose so much money um, yeah I've got a second mortgage out on the house but you gotta believe in the product um, it's true it's the, true the best way to listen is to order a vinyl <laughs> that arrives six months after the Sunday for which you are preparing. <laughs> It'll come around again. And they're though. all LPs. They're all <laughs> LPs. Because this, I mean, obviously, yeah, 45 minutes, an hour right. or whatever. Right, right. You need both sides. This is four, yeah. two discs. It's not worth it. Well, thank you all for coming today. Thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate you all. It's been real. Real vinyl. <laughs> <laughs>